Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You are listening to the Game Global Podcast, hosted by Kieran Callum. <laughs> Best advice ever. So hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Game Global Podcast hosted by me, Kieran Callum. As I might have said once or twice, this is the show that is here to give you tips, tools and resources that you can use to smash your dating and your sexual goals. Today, I have a dating coach with me. He goes by the name of Mark Miller. He hails from Australia. Hello to you, Mark. Hello. Thank you very much for that wonderful introduction. Well, no, no, no worries, man. No worries. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being here to introduce. So can you basically tell me and the listeners, like, what's your story? Where did you come from? What actually inspired you to want to spend your life helping men to build confidence and things like this? Um, I've always had an interest in psychology, but I've been doing day game for about 10 years now consistently. And before I got into day game, I had one relationship um, with a girl and that was my only girlfriend at the time. And I've been with about one other girl, two other girls then. And I was good at communication, but I, I lacked that ability to build romance and connection. And long story short, this girl destroyed me, my, my confidence, everything. I had severe anxiety. I'm still to this day diagnosed as generalized anxiety disorder, which I don't really feel anymore. And she ruined my self-esteem. And she basically said, you'll never be good enough, smart enough, and something else. Um, and she ended up cheating on me after about four years. So for about three years there, I had massive anxiety. I didn't even have anything any ideas about relationships. And I saw this guy on YouTube called Sasha Day Game um, and this other guy. And I was like, this is crazy. They're going out meeting people face to face. And this is the only channel on there apart from one other. And I started going out and I was like, man, this is, this is really weird. It's strange, bizarre. And from that point on, I just started getting addicted to the process of learning how to meet people face to face. And just meeting people and having that genuine, true authenticity about building connections with people. I loved it. All right. And what sort of problems and pitfalls did you encounter when you were learning to um, build connections with people? I'll give you an example from my perspective. Um, Oh, I can definitely. Sorry, keep going. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can tell your story in a sec. When I first started... I was very heavy on routines and canned game. Very, very, very heavy. So, and I got quite good with it as well. You know, I would have lines for different situations, but I was really reliant on the lines. Very reliant because they were like a mask for my insecurities. I hid behind them. So I'd be in a club and I might be talking to someone and then I'd run out of something to say. So I check my phone. I go, oh yeah, the dolphin story. And I tell them the dolphin story. And What that then built to me personally was that I started to get into a couple of relationships with like two different girls and I was so heavily reliant on the lines that I actually eventually ran out of lines. And then when I ran out of lines, I was scared and I was terrified. And it's like in front of the girl's eyes, this cool, amazing, confident guy just turned into the exact opposite. 
and I lost all their attraction. I lost all their interest. It was massively painful. So that was something that happened to me at the start when I first utilized a can material. Then I realized that the can material wasn't really good for me. So then I started to cultivate basically in a game and feeling better about myself as a human being. So yeah, like from you and your perspective, what sort of things happened to you? Oh man, well, actually when I was starting out, everyone was doing the same thing. And UK is actually the hometown of their game, pretty much. Great guys like Tom Torero, those kind of people, they started up, which is old school now. And I watched all these YouTube videos online and I was like, they're going up, doing the same routine. And I was doing this for two years. I was actually running up in front of people like Sasha Day game. And you can still look him up. And he jumps in front of people, scares the shit out of people. And it was just either the boring day game or the really fun one. So for me, what was really hard was I could meet people, have a conversation, ask them out, and it go, went nowhere. And after two years, I got so frustrated with every single number I got. I pretty much spammed every single number. I texted them all the same thing. I was like, listen, I'm just getting some feedback on people in my life, just wondering why didn't want to catch up again. And almost every single one of them said, I didn't feel a connection. And this is the same as me. I was doing the same routine, saying the same thing, the same opener. Hi, excuse me. I saw you over there and I thought you looked this, this, this. I have a conversation, ask them out again. And I realized that authenticity, connection and depth is what you need to have a good connection with someone and what makes them want to see you again. And I think that's actually a lack of what's being taught in this industry. <clears throat> sorry i agree with you by the way so then my question would be how do you go about how did you go about generating that authenticity within yourself because that's not easy at all you know it's easy to just say the word authenticity but then it's very difficult to be stood in front of someone and then to approach them without a mask and to genuinely say here i am like meet me judge me so to speak so yeah, how was that for you I love that question. And I think most guys struggle to actually teach this. And it's because in a game, as some guys call it, I learned how to do meditation and I become more accepting of what I think and what I feel. And I think the reason why guys have that mask is because they have this, this fear of rejection. So they put in a, in a facade. So I got comfortable by practicing saying what I think if I like something about someone. Um, so for example, be like, listen, I love this conversation. I love your fucking energy find something interesting or attractive about you. I love to continue this conversation by the time. Not usually that long, but I learned to be very raw and very direct when I, when I can um, and when I'm speaking to someone. So I think that's what a lot of guys need to do. Rather than trying to tiptoe and use strategies, even though they are important, I think what they need to do is be comfortable expressing their opinions, their feelings, and actually that inner game, that meditation teach you to be relaxed within who you are and when you are calm and you're relaxed and you're present in front of someone without having to put a facade you can tell the responses is completely different from a day where you're just trying to show them the PUA side which is what I kind of go against <clears throat> I um, agree with what you said um, also about meditation as well so when I started meditating I, I went through a bit of a wild period when I was doing about two hours a day for about two months. And 
there's something that happened that I'll never forget, which is, well, firstly, I became, I became much more organized and focused. Like I was pre- procrastinating much less. And it's like, huh, that's really interesting. But where it pertains to what you're talking about, I remember I was in a Tesco, well, this basically huge supermarket. Now, the queue in this supermarket was epic. And I literally mean epic. So the queue literally started at one end of the supermarket, went all the way around the back and then to the other end. And bearing in mind that this was a huge supermarket, the queue was actually that big. Now, I'm towards the front of the queue and two businessmen just walk in and just jump directly in front of me in the queue. They've cut out easily 25 to 30 minutes of queuing. Without even skipping a beat, I just automatically said to them, hey, excuse me, did you guys actually queue? And then they turned around and they looked a little bit nervous and one guy's like, oh yeah, you know, just just leave it out, mate, leave it out. And I was like, no, get to the back, get to the back of the queue. <clears throat> Point is this, if <laughs> yeah. I hadn't been meditating, I would have thought about that and stewed on it and ruminated and whatever, and probably not done it. There probably would have been like, I don't know, like a one in 10 chance of me doing it or something, or one in 20. Mm-hmm. As a result of all the meditation, I did it without even thinking. It's like, I saw the disrespect. I was like, no, fuck that, fuck that. I'm sorting this out mm-hmm. right now. And then coincidentally, I got loads of like approving looks from all the strangers around me that were clearly thinking the same thing as me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it just, it's like whatever silly filter was stopping me from being myself meditation really helped to just get rid of that or to just minimize it to the huge degree so i hear what you're saying oh yeah i can relate to that and i think that's actually what day game or night game or any type of game actually teaches you is to have almost like a backbone it teaches you to speak your mind and i've actually had many situations like that where i would never say anything before but because you build that resilience up through meeting people and that rejection you don't really have that fear anymore of that disapproval. So you, you can just say what you think to most people. And most people wouldn't say that because they're afraid it's being rude or uncomfortable. But when you come from that grounded, that relaxed, that very confident place, it just changes everything, how people respond to you, how they yeah, talk to you in everyday life. Okay, so you prescribe your clients to do day game and meditation. Is there anything else? Um. I'd say more, uh, I'd say also along the lines of self-development. Now, here's something interesting about what you said, is that something I realise is that a guy who needs help meeting women doesn't really need help meeting women. He just thinks he does. And don't get me wrong, he he does, but he doesn't. Because it's kind of like this, and I say this to guys all the time. There are loads of men in the world. I don't know how many. Let's say there's like 10 million men in the world or maybe more who are fantastic with women and have never, ever once looked at any of the kind of content that me and you have shared or created or whatever. They've never Mm -hmm. even basically contemplated it at all. Yet they're doing well and they're doing fine. And the reason, something I've realized about the guys that come to me is that at the core, when you strip away the I can't meet women and stuff, at the core it's, I actually don't really love myself as much as I could. And as a result, I can't express myself the way I like. And because I'm not expressing myself, I'm not actually getting women. At the core, that's basically it. And mm-hmm. when, so even though guys come to me and they come to me and they say, hey, Kieran, can you show me how to meet women? It's like, 
I use that as the as the what would you say as the bait to lure them in. But once I've lured them in, it's like I offer them what they want, but then I give them what they need. And what they actually need is to thoroughly relook at themselves as a person and transform from the inside out. I presume that's what you're saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. Mm. And yeah, go on. I was just going to say, um, day games taught me this ability to meet people and understand them very fast, what they've done in life, where they're going, who they are, what they've been through, um, family relationships, who they're, who they're attracted to. So I have like a very good empathy for most people and most guys which meet me. Um, it's not from the place of trying to become a PUA, even though it looks cool in meeting women, because when it comes down to what women um, and they don't really know just in the PUA industry, women are just human beings. They're also lonely. They've also gone through trauma and pain. When she's walking down the street, she probably has 60 other problems as well. She's not super confident. So I try and help guys when I meet them and I look at them and be like, what's going on, where's it coming from, and how can I fix this and solve this on a very, very deep level that they're probably even unconscious of. And then after that, I focus on their tonality, how they express themselves, um, and trying to actually get that problem resolved. And you see almost when that snaps, everything else, domino effects. Mm. What you said about guys not realizing that women are human beings, I think that is actually massive and huge because... I say this um, all the time. So something that happens to me a lot, and it's probably happened to you as well, but you'll get a guy and he says, some, where's the effect of, hey, I went out and I met this amazing girl today. I met this amazing woman. You go, oh, great. So what happened? And then he'll tell you the story and it's usually, well, we, we spoke and I said, blah, blah, blah. And I said, da, da, da. And then she smiled and she liked everything I had to say. It's like, oh, so... The reason why she's amazing isn't because of any personality traits that she had. It's because she accepted everything you had to say. And he's like, yeah. He's uh, like, exactly. oh, so, 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 all right. But what about her personality did you actually enjoy? And he's like, oh. And then like, yeah, they get the surprise Pikachu face. Or I will get guys that, let's say, they're trying to message girls on dating apps. And they're like, I don't know what to say. And then I might say something like, well, look at her profile to see what she's passionate about and then make a comment based on that. And they're like, oh, yeah, because she's actually a person. And like, mm -hmm. as, as guys, what we usually do, and it's really understandable why we do this as well, but because it feels difficult to actually meet girls, when you're meeting a girl, you're not really connecting with a human being. You're just trying to solve a puzzle. Exactly. You know, exactly. And do a routine. Yeah. 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 Solve a puzzle and do a routine. So how yeah. are your how are your relationships with women? Um, how have they been improved since you came from this perspective of authenticity? So like for some guy right now, he's like, why the fuck do I even care about being authentic with women? I feel like I'm doing fine or okay or what have you. How has change in your mindset improved your relationships or your interactions or what have you well we'll say this whenever i meet women now and 95 percent of the time as soon as a woman meets me she's like i felt very comfortable with you i felt you're easy to talk to you very open-minded i can trust you and that happens very very fast i think that's because i've come from that place where 
when I communicate with someone, I'm very straight down the line. I'm very, I'm empathetic, but at the same time, I'm very direct in what I say if you use PUA terminology. So I think when you cultivate that level of authenticity and you are very open in how you express yourself without deliberately trying to be alpha or too strong and aggressive, people respect you who you are because you aren't trying to trick them and people can feel that. And that's what I think people respect in women, especially when they get 10,000 messages, they are naturally cautious about every single guy they meet respectfully. So they should be. So when you are the outlier, when you're the one which comes up and you say what you think within the right terms without being too um, upfront, that's a, I think that's beyond their world because most guys will lie, cheat. They will do everything they can to manipulate them to get what they want from them. Yeah. Like, I know what you mean. I see guys all say either in some sort of group that I might be a member of, or they might ask me, they might say something like, Hey, how do I, there's a girl and I don't want anything serious, but I, I don't know what to do. Like I, I don't actually want to be in a relationship with her. I just want something physical. And I say, well, have you considered the fact that you could actually say that? And mm-hmm. they don't think that that's even a remote possibility in the head so they they believe that there has to be some way to like kind of finesse the situation so the girl kind of thinks there might be a chance in a relationship but there actually really isn't and mm-hmm. yeah or a guy will say something to me like hey um how do i get a girl to have a threesome and it's like well have you told her that you like to have threesomes and that's something that you're interested in but they exactly. don't believe that that's even a remote possibility and because yeah. they don't believe that's a remote possibility, they won't even come up to it and say it. So, yeah, I feel like so many guys, and I've been guilty of this in the past as well, which is we're terrified of really expressing ourselves. And we feel like there's a there's like a cookie cutter mold or box of what we're supposed to be. And then we're constantly trying to be that rather than who we actually really are. Mm-hmm. I agree with that 100%. Mm. I think that, I think, most guys in this industry do have some good intentions and some are well-meaning. Uh, well, uh, they're, they're just guys which want to get better. I think there's some truth to that. But at the same time, they're also lost and lonely to the point where they just they, they need something like a script to go off. So I guess I can see where they're coming from in that desperation and loneliness and that just sense of lost in their relationships. But at the same time, they are usually going to figure out the easy way, the hard way that that's not the way, that's not the right way to communicate with anyone, let alone women. Mm. So something that's kind of come to mind for me lately is how this industry is kind of reviewed in society, which is that it's basically, yeah, it's reviled essentially. Like you and I were basically the devil. We're the devil because we are helping men to use and manipulate women, et cetera, et cetera, to abuse women. I did a video, a YouTube video on shit tests, basically what they are and how they work, how to pass them, et cetera. And that video was very recently this week. It was obviously shared on some sort of feminist Reddit group or something, but it got like 2000 views in a week. And with like a hundred down votes, literally something like that. And a ton of comments calling me the devil. So how do you rationalize the way that you internally see yourself as a coach and what you're trying to do 
with the fact that we operate in a wider world that naturally assumes that if you're a man helping men to meet women, that that's an evil and terrible thing. And any men who feel like they need help meeting women should be just left to rot. No, that's a good question. I like that. Um, and I'm not sure if you can ever escape that because of how politics fa- function today. I don't think you can ever really escape it because even if you spin it on the right way, like for example, dating coaches for guys where in PUA guys, like I guess it's that natural thing that you're a creepy scumbag because of the media. Everyone has a perception because of the media. And even for me now, I don't do YouTube for that reason because I have an Instagram account with over 400 pictures of me meeting women and dating them. And women have seen that before and they've just blocked me and deleted me and never, ever spoken to me again. And there were some very good connections I've had with them. So that was disappointing. So how I do rationalize it is that when I'm going out and I meet someone and they say, oh, like it's only happened once or twice. The girl's like, oh, you want those PUA guys? And it's like, no. I don't believe in that shit. I just being up front. I like meeting people my face uh, in my day-to-day life, face-to-face. And if I like someone, I meet them. If I don't, that's also cool. So I just, I'm just very upfront with everyone. And um, at the same time, I guess I have to avoid um, some media. But at the end of the day, if I'm helping people and people don't like it, well, that's their own problem. Mm. Something I find is the way that you... Um describe it so nowadays if a girl asks me what i do i say i help lonely guys who don't know how to meet women meet women which is very true but the thing is when you you actually say that it kind of changes the whole sort of lens under which it's viewed and then all of a sudden you're not helping men to manipulate women you're helping a guy to basically get his shit together and to become more attractive for women which is actually the truth I like that. And for me, I just basically say help guys with confidence. I don't talk about dating until I know them more because you never know their first impression. And yeah, that's just how I go about it. But actually I like your way quite, quite a lot too. Well, feel free to use it. Thank you very um, much. But getting back to your, your, your coaching then. So how long do you usually spend working with a guy? So like some guy signs up with you what is the deal like is it a month two months three months and what actually happens during the course of the period you guys spend working together so it's usually six to eight weeks. and the reason why six to eight weeks isn't because of some cool marketing technique it's because it usually takes that long to make sure guys go out in a tech consistent action not because they want to sit down they want to hypothesize or theorize about how women work and how that stuff i want to make sure that they're going to change this, you know, for themselves and change their whole lifestyle as much as I can. So it's usually six to eight weeks. And I always tell these guys, I'm not promising that you're going to be with 50 women. But what I do guarantee is that I'm going to change your whole perception, how you think and how you function when it comes to social interactions. And I'm going to go really deep, pull you apart and pull you back together again. And that's what I I pretty much work, work on. I work on the self-development side first and then the dating stuff will come after as well as getting the go out and do cold approach. So it basically intertwines with each other. All right. And how, how do people find you? Most guys. Some guys listening to this who thinks, you know what? I like this guy. I like the cut of his jib. I like everything he's saying. I think this Mm. could be the guy Mm. to help me. 
what would be the best way for him to get in touch with you? Well, you're more than welcome to um, message me on Facebook. I have my social mastery group. Sorry if I, you know, shouldn't be advertising that, but that's what I have right now. But most guys just add me to my Mark Miller page. They see what I'm about and they message me. Right. Well, I think that's a great place to end this. So thank you very much for your time. Thank you for being here. Cheers. Cheers. Definitely appreciated. And thank you to the person who's listening. There's been another episode of Game Global. Take care. See you later and goodbye. See you, man. So now I'm going to stop the recording.